And on Sunday, if you were here or if you listened to the podcast, he gave a 30-day challenge. And the challenge was do whatever it takes to live the way God designed us to live. I'm echoing a little bit back here. So the question is, if we're going to take this 30-day challenge and for a whole month do whatever it takes to live the way God designed us to live, the question is, how did God design us to live? And so we have to go to his word to find out the answer to that question. Um, And this isn't um, uh, a part of the Back to the Basics that my dad typically preaches, um, but to me, this is a very basic part of being um, a Christian and something that that is just very basic in in our walk with God, and that's renewing our minds. Amen. And I think the best way or the best way that I can describe what renewing your mind is, it's just changing the way you think to be more like God's word. Amen. So I think one thing, but then all of a sudden I see in God's word that he thinks a different thing. And so instead of just being like, well, God, you can think that, but I'm going to stay my way. I'm going to keep thinking this. No, if God thinks differently on a subject, I'm not, I'm going to get rid of that thought, that, that um, whatever is ingrained in me to think a certain way, and I'm going to line it up with the word of God. Amen? Because as Christians, we need, our mind and our thoughts need to line up with the word of God. Okay? So when we get saved, and I know that Dad has done this before, we are a triune being, which means we have a soul, we are a spirit, and we live inside a body. Okay? So when we get saved... Our soul is saved from hell. Our spirit was dead, but is made alive now. But our mind or our flesh or body or whatever you want to call it, nothing happens to it. It's our job to renew our mind. Our soul is saved. Our spirit is made alive, but nothing happens to our mind. Our mind is unchanged. So it's our job to take God's word and renew our mind with it. Amen. It's our job. So... I love the way that Kenneth Hagin puts this. He says, your mind doesn't stay renewed like your, like your hair doesn't stay combed. Amen. Insinuating it's a daily process of renewing our mind. That's why in, when Jesus gives the Lord's Prayer, he says, give us this day our daily bread. Not our weekly bread, not our monthly bread, not our yearly bread, our daily bread. Because we need more of God's word every single day. And I heard it put this way recently, and I thought it was awesome. They were talking about how when we fill up, every morning we fill up on God's word, we fill up on faith, and then we go out into the world, and that, um, that amount of God's word and our faith that we had, that we prepared for that day, um, gets depleted just by being out in the world. And then the next day, we have to fill up again. Amen. So every single day, we have to be renewing our mind, just like we would comb our hair so in Romans 12, 2, it says this, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So it's telling us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Amen. So a transformation, or to be transformed, is to be radically changed. Amen. And the only thing that will bring a transformation in our lives is God's word. There's nothing else that can change us. I cannot change myself. Amen? Have you ever tried to change yourself? It doesn't work very good. We can try to stop smoking. We can try to stop doing lots of things. And it just doesn't always work out. But when we take God's word and we say, there's something in my life that I really want to change. And I've tried to change it before, but it's never, I've never been successful. What can I do? I take God's word and it transforms me. Amen? Without the renewing of your mind, you're only headed back 
to where you came from. Amen. Dad said that last week when he was preaching. Without the renewing of your mind, you're only headed back to where you came from. So where did we come from? We came out of the world, amen. And if we, if we choose not to renew our mind with God's word, we're just headed back to the world. Amen. I wondered, I was thinking about this one day, I, I wondered why I struggled so much um, when I was a teenager being faithful to God and, and just having a strong relationship. Why did I struggle so much with that? You know, I was saved. I loved God. I was in church. I lived um, with my parents who loved God, and they were always pouring God into me, but I still struggled to serve God. And why was that? Because I was not renewing my mind. And renewing your mind makes the difference. It helps you have a, a better relationship with God, a successful walk with God. Amen. So renewing your mind... Um, it's optional, but it's so needed. We choose whether we do it or not, but we can't afford not to do it. Amen. So renewing your mind will cause you to think differently than the world. So when we read in Romans 12, 2, it says, do not be conformed to this world. Or in another translation, it would say, do not be conformed to this world's system. Amen. So when we begin to renew our mind with God's word, we begin to think much differently than the world and even some Christians because not everybody renews their mind with God's word. It doesn't come automatically. We have to choose to do it. And so when we think about sin, the world thinks, well, it's okay that I do this and, and you know, God loves me and he's okay with this because I'm a good person. So, you know, I, I know that I'm going to go to heaven because I'm a good person. You know, I might do this and this and I forgive someone, it's saying that what they did to me was okay. And that's not, that's not true at all. When we forgive, it's, it's helpful to us. It releases us from the bondage of unforgiveness. Amen. And so we, when we begin to renew our mind, we begin to think very differently. And when you, and not, not craziness, not weirdness, we're thinking the Bible. Amen. We're not off the wall thinking up stuff for ourselves. If we renew our mind to God's word, it's truth. It's not weirdness. It, it's God's word. Amen. So we'll begin to think differently than the world and maybe even some Christians around us when we begin to renew our mind. So as, you begin to renew, as we begin to renew our minds, we begin to believe God's word before we see it. Amen. Because in Mark eleven twenty four, 24, it says, believe that you receive. Not receive and then believe. But that's a lot of times what we want to do. We want to receive the healing. We want to receive the finances and then believe that God is the healer. Believe that God is the provider. But it says, believe that you receive and you will receive. Amen. So no word of man supersedes the word of God. No diagnosis, no bill, no anything. Any word of man, no word of man does not, does no word of man supersedes the word of God. And that's why I was just talking about the, the difference between fact and truth. The fact is my body hurts. The truth is I'm healed. Amen. The fact is my bank account's low. The truth is he supplies all my needs according to his riches and glories, glory given to me by Christ Jesus. Amen. So we have to learn the difference between fact and truth and decide, am I going to walk by faith or am I going to walk by sight? Amen. And so we just have to continually daily renew our mind to God's word. What does he say about me? Because even when we just miss one day of renewing our mind to God's word, um, we are just leaving ourselves open to all kinds 
of, of attacks from the enemy. That if, if we don't get that fresh infilling of God's word every, every morning or every day, whenever you, whenever you have your time with God, he knows we're weak and he's going to come in and put thoughts in our mind. And we don't have that, that fresh filling um, to fight with him, fight, fight off the enemy. Amen. And so coming to church every week does not renew our mind. And it's awesome to come to church. You hear the word of God. You have the fellowship. It's great to come to church. But just coming to church, um, how many times a week do we have church? We have church three times a week if you count prayer meeting. Um, Coming to church every single week, every service does not renew our mind. It's going to be something that we have to do outside of the four walls of the church. Amen. In our own time, choosing to sit down and say, God, it's just you and me. I'm, I'm ready to open up your word. I'm ready to, to know what you have for me. And just sit down and just take time to know him. Amen. Um, I remember several months ago, God talked to me about intimacy with him. And I think that that word is, has been so perverted by the world. Um, but intimacy really just means close familiarity or friendship. So it just means friendship. And he talked to me about intimacy because um, I'm a list maker. Y'all, y'all list makers, planners. I, I'm a list maker, and so um, he spoke to me, and he spoke to my heart very specifically, and I, I appreciate God that he is so big, yet knows you as an individual, and can speak to you so specifically, but he told me um, that spending time with him is not just something that I check off my list, amen, he's not just something you check off your list, going to church is not just something you check off your list, reading your Bible, praying, it's not just something that we check off our list, but it's something that we do just like you would a relationship, you know, you, you spend time with that person, you love that person, and so you're not doing it just to do it, you're doing it because you want to do it, and you enjoy spending time with him, amen, and it also takes consistency, that's something that God has been um, speaking to me so much about lately, is consistency with God, we have to be um, not sporadic with renewing our mind, but we have to be consistent with renewing our mind every single day. Be consistent with God's word. Um, And like the scripture says, it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so we have to hear, 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 hear the word of God. I heard someone recently say, um, it doesn't say that faith comes by heard, amen? It comes by hearing. And so it's an active thing that we're doing every single day and and it helps us to grow and it helps us to renew our mind. So it it takes faith to renew our mind um, and to believe that the word can actually change us. You know, we have to have faith that, that, you know, spending time in God's word can change me. Because when we have the unrenewed mind, it's like, man, this is a waste of time. Yeah. Amen. But you have, if you have the faith to believe, okay, if I sit here and I just meditate on this word, and I renew my mind with this word, I'm going to be changed by it. I'm going to be transformed by the word of God. But if we don't have the faith to believe that, then we will not be consistent in it, or maybe just lay it down entirely. Amen. And in uh, James one twenty two and 25, it says this, But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. 
Did you catch that? Continues in it. Amen. So we're talking about someone who's consistently in the word of God because he continues in it. Amen. And not only does he continue in hearing, but he continues in doing. And so that's what we have to be. We're all, we're all hearers, right? We all come to church. We all hear the word of God. Um, but we have to go a step further and say, okay, now what am I going to do with the word of God? Am I going to just hear it and say that was great and move on with my life? Or am I going to say, okay, God spoke a word to me tonight. How do I apply that to my life? God, show me how, how can I take this word and apply it to me? How can I change my life with your word? How can I transform myself? How can I renew my mind by your word today? In Philippians 4.8, it says this. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, Whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Amen. So it's very clear with us. If you want something to help renew your mind, give you something to meditate on, give you something to think on, these things. Think on these things. Amen. And what does God's word say? In Joshua, it says, meditate on my word day and night. Amen. And it's saying meditate on these things. So when we look for something that's true, something that's noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy in it, that's God's word. Amen. So we can meditate on God's word and, and just think on God's word. Amen. When you're going through the grocery store, when you're at work and you're not, you know, actively doing something, maybe it's just a, a, a few minutes that you get to sit down and do nothing. When you're going on a walk, there's so many times where our mind is just kind of left on idle. Amen. And we can fill our word. We can use that idle time to think on God's word, to meditate on God's word, to use that time to renew our minds. Amen. Even if we're not sitting down in front of God's word, we can still be thinking about how can I change my life with God's word? How can I renew my mind? Amen. So as we renew our minds, something else that we need to think about is guarding our thought life. Amen. So what we're thinking about, we need to be careful about what we're thinking about. Amen. And it's not a sin to think about something, but you have to think about this. Every um, action and every word starts as a thought, right? So if I think about something and I just continue to think on it, think on it, think, think on it, some sinful thought, I don't know, fill in the blank for yourself, but some sinful, sinful thought. Um, if I just continue to think on it, think on it, think on it, um, it's, I'm going to get closer and closer to talking about it, closer and closer to doing it. Amen. And so we have to be careful with what we're letting in our mind. And so I like this, um, this way of saying it, is it protecting your ear gate and protecting your eye gate. Amen. What are you watching? What are you listening to? Where are you going? Who are you with? And it's not, I think a lot of the times um, when we're talking about, especially what are you watching, of course, we always think about pornography, but even just stuff on TV, sometimes some of that stuff, if you just listen and pay attention to the spirit, he's going to be like, mm -mm, I don't like that. I don't like that. And it's not, maybe not sexual. Maybe it's cussing. Maybe it's violent. Maybe, maybe there's lying. Maybe there's cheating. Um, I remember there's a movie that, that the girls love. Um, and it's like a musical movie, but the man, um, and I never thought about it until we had watched it several times, but the man cheats on his wife in the movie. That's sin, amen, and they don't need to see it. I don't need to see it, amen, and so sometimes we just have to, we have to think about 
what am I watching? What am I listening to? What is it doing to my spirit? Is it helping my spirit? Is it helping me grow towards God? Is this bringing glory to God? Because ultimately, my life as a Christian should bring glory to God in everything that I do. And so I have to think about, what am I listening to? What, am I, what kind of music am I listening to? What kind of videos am I watching? What kind of movies am I watching? So we have to be careful. We have to guard ourselves. Because when we let those things into our ears, into our eyes, that's where the thought comes from. Amen? If we don't put it in front of ourselves, we're not going to think about it. Right? We starve that, um, starve that flesh. Amen? Um, then we're, not, we're, giving ourselves, we're getting ourselves further from it. And the thoughts get further from us when we keep ourselves away from those things. Amen? And so what we let in, what we, lent, what we let into our ears, what we let into our eyes, it impacts our mind. And so that's why we have to be careful um, about what we are allowing into our mind. And so when we, sometimes we'll, we'll meditate on the word. Say we, we meditate on the word for an hour, um, but then we get on our phone and we just pour in garbage for like three hours. It's almost like it canceled it out. Amen? And they cancel each other out. Because if you renew your mind, you have, to, you have to stay on that. There's something that I love to say. I try to say it every morning. Is, God, I turn my heart towards you this morning, and I keep it turned towards you all day long. And that's such a good reminder. I didn't make that up, so I'm not taking credit for it. But <laughs> I like to say it because it helps me stay mindful of where my mind goes throughout the day and what I think on. Um, but we can't, you know, can't meditate on the word a little bit and then go pour in garbage and think we're going to be okay. Amen. We have to be very careful about what we're doing. Amen. So when the word is my thought, the word becomes my action, right? Because we said every thought turns into a word or, or not every, every action or word begins as a thought. So when I constantly am thinking about the word, my, in my thought life, that will turn into actions. Amen? It'll start as a thought, and it'll become my action. It'll go from just hearing into doing. So in Matthew seven twenty four through 27, it says this. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell. And great was its fall. So we're talking about being a hearer and being a doer. Amen. And this is like the picture-perfect example of being um, just a hearer and being a doer. Amen. When we do the word, when we apply it to our lives, we're like the wise man who built his house on the rock. So when the storms of life come, we will stand. Not because we're something awesome, not because in our own power we're doing anything, but because we chose to build our life on what we heard. Amen. And so when, when we're not doing the word, we're like the other man who heard but chose not to do anything with it. Um, so both heard, right? They both were hearers, but only one applied the word to his life. And I would go to say this, that only one of them renewed his mind to the word. Amen. And I think that's because this. It seems like the man who did build his house on the rock he heard the word in church on Sunday, and then he went home, and he said, 
okay, my pastor gave me this word. I know it's from God. I'm going to do something about it. Amen. He was talking about tithing. I'm going to tithe now. I'm going to change my life, change my thinking to be more like God's word. And the other man said, okay, that's great, and then didn't do anything about it. And it showed in the way they lived their life. Amen. So one thought about, yeah, one thought about how he can apply this to his life, and that's the one that we need to be. And so I just want to encourage you tonight, um, as we talk about this, I know that Satan can make this very condemning. Um, like, I'm not good enough. I don't read my word enough. I don't pray enough. I don't study enough. I don't do this enough. I feel so bad. And that's not what I want you to walk away feeling like tonight. Amen. I just want you to think about, you know, I want you to push yourself to renew your mind, not because you're trying to be, um, be a good Christian or whatever, but because you're hungry. Amen. And you want more of God. So just push yourself. And I'm, I'm talking to myself too. And push yourself to be consistent with your prayer life, with your, with your word and, and in your time with God, to be consistent, to be faithful. Because his word says he's faithful to those who are faithful to him. Amen. So we can be faithful. And I love this series, Back to the Basics, because we need it. Amen. We're never too far along that we can't go back and say, Lord, I need some help and I need to go back to the basics. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you tonight and we give you all the glory and all the honor, Lord. God, I pray that you would give each one of us a supernatural desire for your word, Father. Give us a desire to just dive into your word, Father, to devour your word, Lord. God, let it change our lives forever, that we would not just be hearers of the word only, but doers of the word, Father, that we would be transformed by the renewing of our mind, Father. I thank you for this word, Lord. God, I just pray that we would be safe going home tonight, Lord. I release the angels and the ministering spirits that are assigned to us, Father, to go with us as we go home and bring us back safely on Sunday morning, Father. And we just give you all the praise and all the glory. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. It was good to see you.